Today is day two of the Beat Sheet series. Spoiler alert, if you haven't read Black Sands and plan to do so, do not listen to this episode until you read up to chapter nine. Just being honest with you, we're about to get some deep diving into Black Sands as we talk about the Beat Sheet. By now you have closed up act one, so you've written your first five beats. You have a pretty fleshed out, established intro into the world your MC knows. For all that don't know, the MC is your main character. Now it's time to adventure into the world of the unknown, for we are breaking into two. So the sixth step is breaking into two. There are two ways to do this. First is to go someplace wildly different from where they used to be. The other is to be in a situation they are wildly unequipped for. Either way, the change is earth-shattering and will take a real struggle to get used to. In Black Sands, our break into two is reaching the Shadow Gale. This is an uninhabited island in the Mediterranean that is home to a powerful relic and ancient beast. For the rest of the gang, this is a scenario they have never been in before. But for Asar, he has fought ancients. The problem is, he has never had to defend others in the process. This is his moment to start showing some leadership. In the end, he is badly injured, and the injury nags on for the next few chapters, causing him to be irritated continuously. So you see it's an abrupt change from what he's used to, what the whole family is used to. Kemet and Kush are pretty peaceful places. They've been living a life of luxury, but now they're on the road, and on the road, there's a lot of danger. That's called breaking into a new world. Once we establish that we are no longer in the old world, we have to visit the B story. Now, the B story is usually a character who has a special relationship with the MC. This is usually a best friend, love interest, mentor, yada yada. In Black Sands, the B story character is Menes, the boy with gauntlets and magma powers. He is a rage-filled child who cannot control his powers. Asar doesn't remember it, but back in Greece, Asar was the one who saved him from the ancients. To him, Asar is the embodiment of power. This gives Asar a feeling of being a mentor, and it helps him mature a bit as the story progresses for the sake of his student. Now, I want to dive back into that one a bit because Menes is a pretty interesting character. We, we brought him in because we wanted to show what it was like for non-royal kids who have these powers, right? And his powers were given to him. He wasn't born with them like a Sar in them. They were given to him through a very violent experience that really, you know, messed him up, stripped his family away. He accidentally killed a family member. It was horrible. And, you know, all this so they can have an experiment and see if humans could basically do their bidding, right? The ancient gods. So that is the story of Menes. And, you know, he's pretty much given up on life. He's, he's given up on everything. Only when he sees Asar does he feel like he has something to look forward to. That he feels like he has purpose. And when he starts following Asar, Asar feels the same way as far as, He's trying to train up this young buck who has potential, but really, you know, isn't isn't quite there yet. He's not really to fight like Asar is. So it's a pretty cool dynamic, and it 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 sticks around for the, most of the season. 
Now, once we've established the B story, who that person is, and the stakes involved, it's time to get into the fun and games. Now, the fun and games beat is pretty important. It's a good chunk of any story where there is a series of pretty big moments where the MC gets a mixed bag of wins and losses. It's never even, so either they are trending toward winning or trending toward losing. All right, in Black Sands, this is the invasion of Minoa. The Spartans are attacking, and it's a multi-pronged attack. Asar is pushed to his limits trying to make military plans that will counter their invasion, while the Minoans try to hold the line. Many of the main characters are injured during this, some even breaking down mentally. But in the end, they hold off the invasion for a few days. Once we get through this hectic part of the story, we arrive at the midpoint. Now, the midpoint is a key moment that flips the, tre- the trend on its head. So, the idea is this, right? If, for the most part, they're winning, the midpoint is where we show that they're really losing, right? And the thing is, if they're losing all the time, this is the part where we flip it and make it where they're actually winning. You understand? So, it's a complete opposite of whatever the trend was going that is the midpoint, all right? It's usually one moment. It's not like, it's not a long, elaborate session, right? It's not a couple of chapters. It's one moment that changes the entire momentum of the story, all right? So let's break it down even further, right? Things like Luke Skywalker, right, from Star Wars being rescued by rebels, instead of making a better plan and doing the rescuing, that is basically something that you would see in the midpoint, Nothing Luke did made him deserve that victory. He got that victory by chance because rebels happened to save him. But it didn't show his maturity yet. He still has a lot to do, a lot to grow, before it actually is his fault that they win, not some random person. So that is the point of a midpoint. The midpoint can't be a victory or a defeat because of the MC. It usually happens outside of the MC's control right maybe it's even the villain itself the main villain that brings this moment to the mc so i just want to be very clear on that this is a point that is either a false victory or a false defeat that is suffered entirely without the mc's input all right this doesn't involve the mc's decisions at all it is entirely done by out, outside sources so he cannot be or she cannot be the, the person blamed for it, right? It's out of their hands. They weren't good enough to make a better choice prior to that automatic choice being made. The example of that is in Black Sands. Asar is experiencing a false victory. So he's, he's basically been winning smaller battles throughout the day, and eventually the Spartans are trying to leave, right? Because they got routed. So he's having a false victory moment. He's feeling good. He's chasing down some Spartan scouts, hoping to capture them and find out where their landing zones are. Unfortunately for him, when he thinks he has the advantage, the Spartans are ambushed by the biggest ancients Asar has ever seen. They are ruthlessly killed, and Asar hides in terror. Up until this point in the story, we have never seen Asar scared. So this is a really big deal. And that was our midpoint. That moment when he sees those ancients 
And those ancients obliterate the Spartans, and he just literally hides in terror. Not in fear, but in terror. That's when you know that the story has just changed dramatically. Now, we're going to move into the bad guys closing in. This is the final beat of Act 2. So, the bad guys closing in is as follows. This is usually where things start escalating rapidly. It starts to leave the control of the MC and becomes an advantage for the rival. A rebellion being decimated, a key leader being killed, a love interest completely breaking it off with the main character. These are all elements of the bad guys closing in theme. In Black Sands, this happens after the ancient attack. It is now an impossible situation to manage. Sparta is straight up stronger than Minoa, and Asar can no longer help the defense if he wants to deal with the new ancient threat. Resources will become extremely scarce, and there will be major consequences. This is going to be nuts. And that is the entirety of Act 2. So, a quick recap on the five beats of Act 2 are the following. Break into two. All right, so you're breaking into two. You're introducing that new world. It's wildly different from the first one. That's what you need to do in your first, in your sixth beat of the beat sheet. The B story begins. This is where you're bringing in a new character, a character that really matters to the overall growth of the main character. There's some kind of special relationship between them, and now they're growing together. Sometimes the B character is pushing the main character or vice versa. But this is a personal situation, and it's not something that's happening on the overworld. Then we go into the fun and games. Fun and games. Remember, the fun and games is the juice this is the stuff that makes everything fun, exciting. And it's not, it might not be fun for the main character. The main character might be struggling for real. But the idea is that the reader is having fun. The reader is getting all the stuff they were promised. If the world's getting attacked by aliens, it's time to see some alien attacks. If, it's t- if the world's going to have a massive earthquake going to destroy the world, it's time to see some smaller earthquakes that are destroying cities. This is where we're going to show all the cool stuff, right? And it doesn't matter if it's small or not. Go hard and go over-exaggerated, all right? Make it big. Make it flashy. No one's ever lost points for doing too much. But people have completely lost um, their audience by going too small, all right? So go hard. Then you got the midpoint. The midpoint is the false victory or false defeat, Right, this is where the story flips on its head. The momentum have greatly shifted to the bad guys in some kind of um, way, and then finally the bad guys are closing in. Now the bad guys are winning. They're winning. They're winning. They're winning in some form or fashion. And the bad guys don't have to be dudes with swords. Sometimes the bad guy is the ex, you know, the ex boyfriend who now came back in her life and is. Taken <laughs> and somehow she fallen for him again or gave him another chance. You know, it could be any situation in which the main character is officially losing and losing badly. All right, so you need to perfect this part of your story. It is full of memorable moments that is usually part of a film. If, it were, if we were talking about a film, it's the part of the film that gets the most memes and the most viral content. So go extreme. Don't freaking pull any punches. 
All right, so thank you so much. Um, the next episode concludes the beat sheet, and then it's off to the races for you guys. You're going to be writing your, your novels or your comics or whatever from this point. And remember, if you're writing comic books, the beat sheet does not cover the first chapter or the first issue of your comic. The beat sheet covers the entire first season, all right? The entire first season. So what you're doing here is work for like maybe 6 to 12 chapters, so please, really put some thought into this right here. Don't rush through it. Make sure that you're really setting up a good basis for your writing experience, all right? We're now on Chapter 12 of Black Sands, and I'm writing Chapter 13 right now, and we're going to end on Chapter 16 of Black Sands for the first season. So I'm super excited about getting to the end of this season. We're probably going to get to the end of it before December. Uh, and you know, it's going to be a massive experience. Now, if you haven't read black sands before, uh, or you're just not caught up or don't have any physical copies, you can go to blacksands.com. That's blacksands.com. And you can order some books. Uh, you can use the code accurate. That's a C C U R a T E for 10% off your order. You can buy whatever you like, all right? We got a lot of awesome books for you guys if you want to get um, support us. Uh, and you can always join our Patreon community as well where we talk about the course and everything else. Uh, and we're going to have a writing competition soon, so that's awesome. So thank you guys so much for being here. Uh, you guys stay safe. Write that freaking – I want to see some amazing beats, all right? I want to see some amazing beats in the Discord channel. I am going to be checking it later on this weekend and we're going to be moving forward together as a team. And hopefully two to three months from now, you guys are going to say, I finished my first book. And I'm ready to go to market, Manuel. And then I could tell you all about the secrets on how to actually sell units. Because that's what I do. I sell units. All right, guys. Have a great day.